Blog Talk Radio. Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Jesus, you lift me up beside my fall. You're the sweetest. Sweetest name of all, Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all, Jesus, you always hear me when I call, Jesus, you lift me up each time I fall, you're the sweetest. Sweetest name of all, Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all, Jesus, you always hear me when I call, Jesus, you lift me up each time I fall, you're the sweetest. The sweetest name of all, you're the sweetest, sweetest name of all, you're the sweetest, sweetest name of all. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth. Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, get them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. And we don't take it lightly. We thank God that you are here with us every Sunday. We want to welcome our new listeners as well. If this is your first time coming and being a part of the service, we want to welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you. And we want to encourage you to. Lock a voice of truth in on your calendar and be a part of the service every Sunday. Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry, we are an online ministry, radio ministry without wild spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all into the nation. And we just thank God for his word. Amen. At this time, uh, I'm going to go ahead and open up the prayer line. If you need prayer at this time, you can press the one, and I'll bring you in for prayer. Uh, only ask that you will give your prayer request, not your name, but where you're calling from. Amen. To God be the glory. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it and be glad in it because God is a good God and he's able to do just what he says he can do. God is God and he never changes. Man may change, but God never changes. He's always the same. He's the same God today. He'll be the same God tomorrow, and he's the same God forevermore. He never changes. We serve an awesome and a mighty God. Here at Voice of Truth, we will always um, bring forth the word of God. We will always read the word to you. We will open up in prayer. And open the lines also for prayer. Amen. To God be the glory. I am the ministering host, Minister Elaine. So we want to thank you for coming and being a part of what God is doing with this ministry. Amen. To God be all of the glory. At this time, if you need prayer, just press the one. And I'll bring you in. If not, we're just going to keep it moving. Amen. I don't know about you, but I thank that uh, Jesus' name is the sweetest name of all. It's something about his name. It is something about the name of Jesus, the sweetest name of all. And he's an awesome, awesome, awesome Savior. He always hears us when we call on his name. Oh, he always lifts us up each and every time we fall. He lifts us up. What an awesome. Savior. 
the sweetest name I know is the name of Jesus. One more time, if anybody need prayer, press the one. I don't see anybody with their hand raised, so we're going to go ahead, and I'm going to open us up in prayer. Father God, we just give you honor and glory and praise. We exalt your name, Lord. We give you all of our worship and all of our praise. We thank you that you are an awesome God. We love you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord, for all that you're getting ready to do. We say thank you, Lord, that you are a healer, that you are a deliverer of our We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for every listener, Lord. We ask you to meet the need of every listener under the sound of my voice, God. You know what their needs are, God. And what I ask you, in the mighty name of Jesus, to supply every need, whether it be for the home, the ministry, Lord, whatever that need is. Oh, Lord, we just declare your word. Every deal that they have shall be paid. We thank you, God that you are able to supply. We thank you, God, that you are our provider, our resource. You're everything that we need. And we say thank you, Lord, that is already done. Oh, God, we pray right now, Lord, that they will seek you and your righteousness, God. Because you said in your word, God, if we will seek you and, and, and seek your righteousness, all the things that we ever need, you will add unto us. You know what we need. You know that we have need for these things. But help us to seek you and seek your righteousness so that all these things can be added unto us. Lord, I thank you that it's already done, God. I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world, all over this nation. I pray, Father God, that you will protect them and their families, cover their homes under the blood of Jesus. Meet the need, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we come and we come as humble as we know how, God. We ask you to forgive us of any sins that we have done. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, sins known or unknown unto us, whether it be in word, thought, or deed, God. We ask you to forgive us, Lord. We ask you to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, help us to do what you call us to do, oh, God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we just said thank you that it's already done, God. Lord, we pray right now that you will save a soul right now, God, for your glory, Lord. Save a soul, heal a mind. Bring them to the right senses, oh God. Bring them to the marvelous light, oh God, that their souls might be saved. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now. We pray for every backslider, Lord. Oh, God, we pray that it will come back to you now while the blood is yet running warm in their vein, God. We pray for every church goer, God, that is not saved, truly saved, God. We pray that they will come back unto the Father. We pray, Father God, that they will turn back to you, God. This nation will turn back to you. We pray that they will come to Jesus. Oh, God, we pray that the nation will turn back to God in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just give you all the praise and all of the honor and all of the glory even now, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the word that's coming forth, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God. We thank you for it right now. Oh, God, demonstrate your power, demonstrate your power, demonstrate your power, God. Woo, like never before, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so and it is done. All these things you pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. The word and the message of the Lord is coming from Genesis today, amen, Genesis 22nd chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, Genesis, the 22nd chapter, and I'm going to start reading at verse number one, and the word of God reads. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thou son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Marion and offer him there for a burnt offering unto Upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, 
and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and cleaned the wood for the burnt office offering and rose up and went into the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham looked up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and he laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father, and he said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they were both of them together. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there. And he laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of the heavens and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God. Fears thou hast not withheld thy son, thy son, thy only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes. And looked, and behold, he behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horn. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord. It shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of the heavens the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, says the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy, thy son, thy only son, that, that in blessings I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice. Amen. We're going to stop reading right there. Amen. To God be all the glory. We're going to encourage you to read the rest of the chapters. Got a lot of different names out there. So I don't kind of want to mess all those names up. Amen. But I want to do encourage you to read the entire deal. Chapter, go back and read it again so you can get what God is saying in the Word of God. But we're going to title this message today Walk It Out in Faith. Walk It Out in faith. Let's talk about Abraham for a second. Abraham was a man of faith. He was the father of faith. He was married to Sarah. And they had a son in their old age, which was Isaac. Isaac was the promised child of their old age. And here, Abraham had heard the voice of God. And the voice of God had said unto Abraham to sacrifice his only begotten son. Abraham 
was a man of faith, and he trusted and he believed it, believed in God. The Bible says that God had asked Abraham to take his only begotten son and sacrifice his son as a sacrifice unto the Lord. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I don't know if I could really sacrifice my children. What about you? You know, that, that that's a hard test of faith that Abraham had to be obedient unto. You know, I believe that Abraham had made up his mind that he was going to do what God had said to do. He was going to be obedient, and he was going to walk this thing out. But he was going to walk it out in faith because I believe, even though Abraham, and I believe that Abraham didn't tell him. I don't believe that he told anybody. I believe that he had a little talk with God. I believe that he talked with God as God. You know, because sometimes we don't understand what God is doing when God is trying to get us blessings and when God is trying to get us miracles because the things seem so hard. Uh, the test is like fire. And we don't understand what God is trying to get to us. But if we can just walk it out in faith. I believe that Abraham probably spoke to God. And, and I mean, this is what I kind of believe in my own spirit. Is that He asked, probably asked God, you know, God, I've been obedient to you, God, and now you're asking me to, 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 to sacrifice my son, the son of the, that you had promised to me in my old age. You give me a son, and now you're asking me to sacrifice my son, the one that I love so much, the one that you gave me as a promise? How, how much faith, Lord? How, how much faith, Lord? Do I have to show you, Lord? Haven't I showed you enough faith, Lord? Can you imagine Abraham talking and walking and talking with God? Because this was a journey. Because the, the word of God tells us in the word of God, it said, then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place fall off. So God had told Abraham on the journey, and before he went on the journey, he told him what mountain that he had to make the sacrifice of his son. You know, sometimes God, when he tells us to do a thing, and when we on this Christian journey of faith, oh, it may be days. The Bible says uh, on the third day he looked up and saw the place. Well, sometimes on the journey is a very long journey of faith, and our faith will be tested. God will test our faith to see what we be loyal to him. He will test our faith to see what we'll be faithful to him. Will we stay faithful to Jesus? Will we stay faithful in the work? Will we stay faithful of doing what he called us to do? Will we be obedient unto what he told us to do? I believe that when Abraham got up that morning, I don't believe he told Sarah, because if he hadn't told her, she would have said, no, God ain't said that to you. I bless believe she would have said it, because she would have, this was their only son that they had, and it was a son of the old age, and I'm pretty sure they loved him very much, because God had given them this son, and that would have been a hard thing for the mother of the child, but I don't believe he told her. I believe it kept it. He kept it between himself and God. And I believe as they got up that morning, as they began to go on the journey, as he began to walk, and as he began to 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 go on the journey in his own mind, in his own spirit, he was praying unto God. He didn't understand. I really don't believe that he understood. I really don't believe because that's a hard thing. You know, that's one of the hardest things that you have to do is to give up your children. That's the hardest thing. I heard many people say the hardest thing that they had to do was to give up their children. But it don't necessarily mean give up your children. It means in the heart. That means uh, don't, have no, don't have your children before God. You can't love nothing more than you love God. You can't love your husband or your wife more than you love God. You can't love your son. You can't love your daughter more than you love God. You got to love God 
You got to put him first in your heart. You got to put him first in everything. Everything else come after that. Because the Bible said, God said unto Abraham, take your only son that thou lovest. Do you know that was hard? Well, Abraham, a man of faith. But he was obedient unto God. You know, and I think that, you know, when we think about things in our minds and when we go uh, through life as a Christian, as a true believer of God, if we really live in it, we got to walk the walk. We got to walk it out in faith, even though we cannot see. That's why it's so important as a believer that you have faith in God. Because every day your faith will be tested. Your enemies will test your faith every day. Every day of the week, something will come to test your faith. And some of the tests are harder than others. This is the hardest test. You know, I heard one powerful Evangelist said, you know, we ought to thank God that he has not test some of us as he tests Abraham here. That's a very hard And that's why he saw the Father. He obeyed God. He was a just man. He was a righteous man of God. But he walked in faith. He had to walk this journey, this long desperate road, because back in those days, they didn't have cars and Cadillacs and Lexus and all this stuff we have today. He had to walk. And I can imagine in his walk, he, the only thing he could think about was sacrificing his son. Because that was a long walk for him. And we know it took three days for him to get there. On the third day, he looked up. You know, I believe that he went through the the mountains. And I, I believe, you know, that there may have been many different little side roads where other people had traveled through the mountains. You know, but I, he stayed on the track or he stayed on the, the road to the place where God had told him to go. He he didn't sway to the left, but he kept straight until he saw before him the mountain which God had told him to make the sacrifice. You know, sometimes there are many mountains before us, and there's many mountains that we may have to climb, as they say. Some say we got to climb up the rough side of the mountain. But I don't know where we really have to climb on the rough side. I believe that that Abraham, when he went on his journey, I don't believe he went on no rough side because he knew what God had told him to do. And he knew the mountains that he had to go to. So he didn't have to fool with all the other mountains. But he had to focus on the mountain that God had told him. Because in that place, on that mountain, was what Abraham needed when he got to the mountain. You know, there will be many mountains in our life. But Jesus said in the word of God that we got to have faith in God. And if we got faith in the living God, we can move our mountain. But we got to believe in the living God, we got to trust in the law with all our hearts and lean not unto our own understanding. I believe that Abraham trusted in God and he didn't lean on his own understanding, but he trusted and he obeyed, even though it was a very hard test. See, the Bible tells us that when Abraham got to the mountain, and when he saw the mountain, he told his two servants, y'all stay down here, if I can paraphrase it like that. He says, y'all stay right down here, because me and the lad, we're coming back. I believe that Abraham, even though the journey was a long three-day journey, I believe that he walked it out in faith. I believe that Abraham knew that God would provide because he said unto his servant, we coming back. 
He didn't say, I will come back. But we come back. So we got to believe whatever God allows us to go through. That everything is going to be all right. But we got to have faith. We got to walk it out in faith. You know, some of us, we love to step to the left. We want to step to the right. But we ought to be stepping in faith and trusting in the Lord. We got to walk it out in faith. Mm-hmm. No matter what comes our way. No matter what mountains stand before us. Uh, a mountain of debt may stand before us. There might be problems in our home. That's a mountain. Or problems in our relationships and marriages. That's a mountain. Children and wayward children. That's a mountain. Contrary wind, that's a mountain. Oh, debt over debt over debt, mountain. Oh, we don't know how we're going to make in me, that's a mountain. Oh, but we got to walk it out, walk it out in Satan. Trust in the Lord with all the heart, if we trust in him. Because see, now faith says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We got to believe God. Because there's nothing too impossible for God. We got to walk by faith and believe in him. We got to walk it out in faith. We got to walk it out. We got to believe that he can. We got to believe that he's able to do what he says that he can do. We got to believe in God. And we got to have enough faith to believe. We got to believe in him. We got to have enough faith to yet believe when we see the things before that are difficult, that are hard, that don't make sense. When it seems like God doesn't hear us, we still got to walk it out in faith. We got to walk it out in faith just like Abraham because when Abraham got to the mountain, and that's a, we have to make sure that wherever God is leading us, we're going in the right direction. And we're going to the place where he will provide. You know, some of us, we go to places that God has not told us to go. And he's not obligated to provide for you in that place because he told you not to go. He told you not to get it. He told you not to marry her. He told you not to marry her. He told you not to do it. But you did it anyway. He said, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it because I can't provide. You're going to have to go through it if you're Be willing to do. 
Will you let him go and let go? You know, when Abraham got to the mountain, and when he got up there, he had the wood and he had everything in need, but he didn't have the sacrifice. And his son said, you know, I'm paraphrased that. Where's the sacrifice? And Abraham still said, God will provide the sacrifice. In other words, Abraham was saying, God will provide. He he had so much faith in God. He just had so much faith in God that he believed that God would give the sacrifice. And then as he began to, you know, build the altar with the wood and all the stuff, and he bound his son to sacrifice his son, the Bible says that the angel spoke unto him, told him not to harm his son. They told him to look. Look, Abraham, look. Look over there, Abraham. There's a ram in the bush. God will provide. He said, look, look, Abraham. There's a ram in the bush for the sacrifice. Don't go. Now God knows that he, Abraham, was loyal to you know, there's many people that say, I'm faithful. There's not a lot of people who say they're loyal. Anybody can say, I, I, I do the work of God. Just send me, Lord. I, I'm going to obey you, Lord. I'm going to do it, Lord. I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing, Lord. I'm going to change my life. I'm, I'm going to live for you, Lord. I'm, I'm going to do it. But many people don't keep their promises unto God. They're not faithful unto God, but on a they're not loyal. It takes a dedicated, committed person to be loyal to the living God, to live in holiness and righteousness and obedience unto him, even in their trials and their tests and their tribulations and their suffering, in the time where they don't understand, in the time where things are going wrong, in the time when they don't know what to do. It takes obedience to do. It takes faith to do that. It takes faith to believe in something that you can't see. And here was Abraham, a man of faith. And God tested him. I'm so glad he he has not tested us. That's a hard test. But our faith will be tested. But we have to walk it out in faith. And if we don't understand, say, Lord, I don't understand what you're doing. Give me strength. Give me your strength. Help me to walk it out in faith. Even though the storm in life may be raised, help me to walk it out in faith. Because, you know, when you live for God, it's a Christian journey of faith. There's no way that any man or woman can walk with God without faith in it. You got to have faith in God. You can't, you cannot be on this Christian journey without faith in God. Because every day, as I said earlier, something is going to come and test your faith. So you got to be ready. You got to do what God said. He's going to tell you where to go. He's going to tell you what to do. Just as he told Abraham. When Abraham saw the mountain, the Bible said he knew the mountain. And he had to go to that mountain. Why? Because the thing that Abraham needed for the sacrifice was that. God just wanted to see what he's going to be Was he going to have enough faith to go into the place where he had intended? He was there to that mountain. He didn't say go to the mountain on the left. He told him that exact mountain. That's why I said when he looked up, he saw the place. He looked up and his eye looked on the third day. It's something about the third day. Ooh, it's something about the third day. But he looked up. He lifted his eyes. 
and he saw that mountain. And on that mountain was a ram. But it wouldn't have had to went to another mountain. The ram wouldn't have been there. His knee would not have been there because God didn't tell me to go there. We got to go where God tells us to go. So our knees could be met. He said, well, I don't want this. I want such and such. I don't like this kind of call. Well, you best go get what God tells you to get. If he send you to a lot, that ain't going to go to a testimony, but you know what? <laughs> I, I'm going to give this testimony anyway. Because God will provide. He knows what you need. Now, God sent me to the lot, and he told me through the prophet. The prophet told me which car dealership to go to. Now, God knew that I had a need. Now, it took, my, took faith, it took obedience to go to this car. It took obedience because all the other stuff that I, you know, had been through and what the world said, you can't have it. I had to go where God sent me to get it. Because if I had went to any other car lot, I wouldn't have got it. Because it wasn't there. The thing what God had for me wasn't there. That's why we got to listen to God. Because some of us are going in places that God has not called us to go to. We're trying to get hooked up with women and men that God has not ordained for you to be married to. He already said that ain't none of your wife. He's telling you for a reason to marry your wife. He knows what you need, as, as the Bible will say. He don't give you what you want. He don't give you what you need. You're going to the wrong mountain. You're looking at the wrong thing. Don't let lust be your mountain. Stop it. Believe God. If God said that ain't the woman, that ain't the woman. If he said that ain't the man, that ain't the man. Don't climb that mountain. Now, that's going to be a rough mountain if you get the wrong man or the wrong woman. Woo. Don't do it. Don't do it. You got to be obedient. You got to walk it out in faith until God shows you the woman. Until God shows you the man. Because he knows what's good for you, who's good for you. The one that he's created just for you, the one that got your real. Not somebody else real. That's your wife. That's somebody else's wife. Don't touch. <laughs> Stop it. We got to know our mountain. Don't go up the wrong mountain. Now, if you go up the wrong mountain, it just might be rough. have to be obedient unto God. Don't do it. If he told you that it's not time, and I know you might be in a small house or whatever the case may be, don't go get the house. Well, you already know that you already got all kind of debt. That's a mountain when you got a whole lot of debt. That's a mountain. But God is able to deliver us from the debt, but we got to have faith and be obedient to what he tells us to do and what he tells us to go. He can give us anything we need. But we have to be obedient like Abraham was. We got to have faith as he had to be obedient to, to sacrifice his own son, his only son, to be willing to do that. That shows that he fears God. When I am obedient unto God, I'm saying unto God, I fear you, I trust you, and I got faith in you to know that you know what's best for me. I'm not gonna, I ain't trying to climb no mountain. I ain't got to climb. <laughs> I ain't trying to climb no mountain. I ain't trying to climb no river to get over to no mountain. I ain't trying to do none of that. I ain't trying to do that. You know what? You ever see mountain climbers? You know, you see them a lot of times they standing way back and they looking at this big mountain that they want to climb. And our goal sometimes is to make a record of climbing the highest mountain. You know, some don't make them mountains. Some of them don't make it all the way up the mountain. But you know what they do have? They have their faith in themselves that they believe they can climb that mountain. You know, they might, they might be walking. You know how they walk up the mountain? They walk up the mountain, so climbing without whatever the most strange thing they have, but what you call it. And they might bounce back off the mountain, but they still trying to climb the mountain. They got faith to believe that they can climb the mountain. They ain't got no fear. Now, me, I ain't trying to climb up like that. That ain't me. 
<laughs> I ain't trying to do that. I can see the man. I, I ain't trying to clown. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but we got to we got to be like Abraham, y'all. We got to be like Abraham. We got to have enough faith to walk it out in faith. Because, you know, the Bible said we walk by faith and not by faith. So Abraham had to walk it out by faith. You know, he had to walk it out by faith. And we got to walk it out in faith every day of our lives. We're going to have to walk it out in faith. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, it may not feel good. But we got to walk it out. In faith, and we got to believe God and know that God is able to do just what He said He can do. We got to believe God, we got to trust God to provide. Because when Abraham said, and he said in verse 8, and Abraham said, My son, God will provide Himself a lamb for a burnt offering, so that so they for a burnt offering. Let me read about it. Excuse me. So they went, both of them, together. So he still had faith that God was going to provide it for him, even on that long journey, deep down inside of him, deep down in the sanctified soul. He had that faith there to believe that God will provide. And he was obedient, and he was going to sacrifice his son. And, you know, and the angels came to him, and when they told him not to, to harm his son, it showed God that Abraham was loyal unto him and that he feared God because he didn't repel his own son, his only begotten son, from him. You know, God always have a ram in the bush. He always have what we need. When we follow his instructions and when we obedient unto him, we must walk by faith and not by sight, because our faith will be tested. Will you pass the test of faith? We got to live by faith in the living God in this last and evil day. The just must and shall live in faith in God. You know, because God wants us to be obedient. He wants us to have faith, and the faith is so important for this walk with God. We got to obey Him. We got to we got to fear Him. We got to walk it out in faith. We can't walk sometime in faith. We we got to walk it out all the time in faith. It is it, not an easy journey. When you give your life to Christ, you know the the Bible says that God had asked Abraham to sacrifice the son that he loved, and you know that reminds me so much of the Word of God and how God sacrificed Jesus, His only begotten Son, for the world. You know, even though Abraham went through the test of his faith being tested, of his obedience. God did not allow him to sacrifice his son. He gave him a ram. So whatever you need, God has a ram in the bush. He has somebody there or something there to to get you whatever you need. Whatever you need. It's not your want, but it's what you need. And we have to learn that when we're walking with God, God will supply every need. Not our wants, and then you know sometimes we we serve a good God, and He will desire, uh, grant us or give us some of the desires of our heart. But He will always give you what you need, not what you want, because a lot of times we think the thing that we want, we may want a a bigger house, or a car, or more money in the bank, or the finest husband or wife. But God said, No, that ain't the one. I got the right one for you, but you got to just be a little patient. You got to endure a little bit. Just walk it out in faith because the, the, the woman of God is there. I'm getting them ready for you. The man of God, he, he's there. I'm getting them ready for you because you don't want him before he's ready. So you, you got to wait on it 
And you got to walk in faith until it comes. And it's sure to come. If God has promised you the thing, it's going to come according to your faith, according to your obedience. You know, I thank God for his word because when we when we look at the word, it tells how the angel had called uh, Abraham a second time and a third time. And he told him about the blessing that came with him being obedient unto God, having faith in God, even though he didn't understand it, even though it was his only son that he was willing to sacrifice. Blessings come and miracles come when we are obedient unto God. When we are living right, when we're living holy, when we're seeking God and his righteousness, all the things are added unto us. But we must be obedient. We got to walk it out in faith. Even if you get a bad report from the doctor, you got to walk it out in faith. Don't receive it. Believe God's report. You may get a pink slip. Walk it out in faith. Know that God has an open door for you. And sometimes God has to allow things to happen because we won't move. Because he's trying to tell us that 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 ain't what I told you in the first place. But we don't want to listen. We don't want to be obedient unto him. But the Bible talks about how the angel told him all the blessings that Abraham would receive because of his obedience to God. And and because he didn't withheld his only son, that his seed will be multiplied like the stars in the heavens, like the sand on the seashore. The blessing. Whew, his blessings would be just abundant, overflowing with blessings. Ooh, even the, even against their enemy, the thing, everything about everything, everybody that was attached to Abraham, he'll be blessed. His seed will be blessed because of his So we got to we got to get it right. You know, I was saying earlier, you know, God did not allow Abraham to sacrifice his son, but God sacrificed Jesus, his only begotten son for the world. That all through him might be saved. He gave Jesus as a living sacrifice. That we might have life in the Son. And that was love. Now he that was the Son that he loved. But he allowed Jesus to die upon the cross that we might live. And I want I want to go ahead and do the uh invitation. Because God sacrificed his Son, that you can have the invitation to Christ, that you can come as you are. You don't get to stay as you are, but you get to come as you are unto his son and repent of your sin, which means to change your way of thinking, how you live your life, how you do things, and start serving the living God. Because God loves you so much that he did sacrifice his son. Over 2,000 years ago, he sacrificed his only begotten son. And the word says, for God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He gave his son that we might live, that we can be set free from sin and darkness. And come into the light of glory. We we got to come. The time is now for us to come and get our life right with God. Because he did give his only son. The son that he loved. He gave it. He allowed him to be manifested in the flesh. To be a sacrifice for us and our sins. That we might live and have eternal life. If we receive the son. Who he is. If we believe in him, who he has said, we can have eternal life. If you are not saved, 
if you will say this prayer with me, Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that you sent your son and sacrificed your only begotten son that you love, that I might have life. I receive you this day as my Lord and Savior. Help me on this Christian journey. Help me to walk it out in faith. Help me to glorify your name. I can't do it on my own. I need you to help me. I believe that you rose again. I believe that you died just for me. I believe that you love me more than I love myself. I believe that you shed your blood for me, that I might have life and have it more abundant. Come into my life. Come and live within me. Created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. And if you said that prayer and you honestly do repent of your sin, we believe that you're saved. Welcome to the body. If you're a church goer and your name is on the church roll, and you might be a pastor, a prophet, evangelist, teacher, layman, deacon, deaconess, Whatever title you hold in the church. But you ain't really saved. And you know that you're not really saved. It's time to get it right. Because being on a church road, you don't make it in. Going on the water, you can't make it in that way. You must be born. You got to be saved for real. And just going to church, doing good deeds and all this stuff, paying tithes and all, you must be saved. If you are not saved, today is the day. It's going to be many, 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 many people are going to get to the pearly gate. And Jesus is going to say, I don't know you. He's going to say, I don't know you. You say, well, Lord, you know, I was in the church and I was doing this, Lord, and I was doing that. He said, I don't know you. You got to get it right. We got to get saved for real. We got to know Jesus for real. We got to have faith in him just to save by faith and through his grace. So if you are not saved, and even though you got all these licenses, anybody going in there get licensed? <laughs> oh, Lord, help us today. Help us, help us out. Man, you may be confirmed. You may be a big dog up in the church. I ain't calling you a dog, but I'm just saying, you know how to get there. You know how to go and speak a bit of talk. You may be big up in the church. You might have a big congregation. You may have many members in your church. But you ain't saved. You don't know Jesus. And it's time for us to get it right. And if you fit in that category, if you would just say, Lord, save me. I repent of my sin with a godless soul. There's nothing wrong with it. When you when you know that you're not saved. Because once you hear it, once you hear the word, you're responsible for it. You can't say I didn't hear. You can't say I didn't know. I thought I was saved. You're gonna turn you around now. When you get up to the pearly gate, they gonna walk in now. He don't go by status quo. He don't go by none of it. You got to be born again. You got to know it for real. It, it don't matter that you're a religious leader. It don't matter that you got to be saved. You got to be saved for real. So now is the time that you got to get it right while the blood is running warm in your veins. Just say, Lord, save me for real. I repent of my sins. Come into my life. Come into my heart. And be my Lord and Savior. And change your life around. If you've done that, we want to welcome you to the body of Christ. And I know I ain't trying to judge nobody. Because I know that I was a church goer too. And I was on auxiliaries in the church too. But I was not saved. I was on my way to the devil's hell. I was on my way to hell. Playing church. Time out, we're playing church. You get ready to come back. You got to get ready because he's coming back. And if you are a backslider, 
Now is the time to come back unto the Lord. Turn from sin and turn back to God. Come out of the world of sin. You know, the Bible says God is ever married to the backslider. And he loves you. But you got to turn from sin. And you can't go back. You got to come back to the sheepfold. You got to get your life right with God. You got to come out of that darkness. Come. While the blood is yet running warm in your veins. You don't want to get caught outside the sheepfold. Come. While you still have time. Tomorrow not promised to us in that minute, that second ain't promised to us. We got to get it right. And if you are a backslider, just come to the Lord as humble as you know how as a child. Come as humble with childlike faith. And say, Lord, I repent of my sin with a godly father. You can't fool God. He knows your heart. And you must repent with a godly and you must turn from sin and don't go back because if you go back, a worse thing will happen to you. Turn from sin and come back to the Savior. Come back to your first love now, right now. Come, come, come. Come now. Woo, come now. That your soul won't be lost. Come now. Come back. To your father. Come back to your first love. Just ask the Lord to save you. And he will save you. Because he's a forgiving God. And if you have rededicated your life to Christ, I want you to inbox me. Or inbox Apostle, Prophet, Yvonne, and Pastor Joseph Brown. They're on Facebook. So you can Google it and you should be able to find them. And they say, you know, I'm, I am one that rededicated my life to Christ, and I want to get it right. I don't want to die in the scene. And they will help you, and they will get you on the right path if you really want to get on the right path. Time is to get it right. So we want to thank God for his word today, walking it out in faith. Know that God is with us. Know that our blessings and our miracles are tied to our faith. Faith is the breathing ground for miracles, as I say. It's the breathing ground for miracles. So we got to walk it out in faith. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how hard the test is, no matter how hard the dog bark at you, we got to walk it out in faith. And we're going to be stepping to the left and stepping to the right. Little step into faith. <laughs> step to the left, step to the right. So we want to step into faith. We want to walk it out in faith. Amen. To God be the glory. We just thank God for his word. Walking it out in faith. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to go ahead and do the VOT announcement. I do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today. She Probably Martha is the first half of the hour of power from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour of power from 6.30 to 7. We want to encourage you to tune in Tuesday with my leaders, apostle, and pastor at 9 o'clock p.m. One word from the Lord on Block Talk Radio Live every Tuesday night. And then we want to encourage you also to get connected to LD Evangelist Birthday Ask You Faith Calm My Hearing Ministry. It's on Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we want to encourage you to do that. We also want to encourage you to become a wild partner for an offer of $25 or more. If you want to do that, just hit me up on Facebook. Amen. To God be the glory. We do want to encourage you, if you have not purchased and download my ebook, that the Heart Reflection, we want to encourage you to do that. It's a good read. You will be blessed, 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 and blessed. We're going to get ready to, to get out of here. Amen. I'm going to go ahead 
and do the benediction now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Know that God loves you. I love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Walk it out in faith. Don't look at what you see. Walk it out in faith. Believe God. Keep the faith. Have a blessed week. We love you. Meet you here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be blessed.